Matt, can we stop and get ice cream? We are driving. Yes, we are. Matt's, from Mammoth. Matt's driving. Road trip to Mammoth. On the way back home. Just passed through Bishop. And we're Oh, podcasting. that's where uh, Eric Schatz uh, Bakery is. Yeah, I know the Schatz. Yeah, they had their, the Schatz.net up on the left side. In a Bishop. technology center of some sort. Internet sh- cafe. Yeah. I hear it's great. I wonder if they bothered to buy Shat.net or if that's the actual name of the store <laughs> <laughs> and they don't own that. Um, we're coming into town here. Maybe we'll uh, be able to look that up. We got Matt Sather on the wheel and a microphone when Jeff puts it in his face. Jeff Pearson riding shotgun. Yeah, here I am, Matt Sather. Matt, would you project just a little more? No. (laughs) 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 What else we got here? Uh, My name is John Chapman. Yes, the sequel. And I'm sitting behind Jeff in the van. (laughs) Yeah, just so everybody gets the visual. (laughs) We'll put pictures up. John's behind me, and Scott's behind you. Scott Scooter Holbert. Scott, that is your last name, right? Yes, my name is Scooter Holbert. What do you enjoy doing, Scott? Scooting around? No, I know your passion, Scott. Why don't you tell me my passion, Jeff? Really? You don't want to tell us your passion? Come on. So Go for it. Fine. I sit down. We, we, so we're leaving Mammoth. We were, uh, had a great week. We are at a cabin, skiing, having fun. We come back, come back to the cabin, and Scott has a notepad out with notes everywhere on it and verses next to them. And on the computer, he's got a plethora of websites open. They're references. And so I have the conversation with Scott. Scott, what are you doing? And you said? Hi, Jeff. Thank you, Scott. I'm studying the Bible. That's right, studying the Bible. It's a collection of books. It's not just one book. It's a collection of books. But I realized why Scott is so, so good at having biblical conversation. He studies the Bible. And, And so when I get into a Bible sword fight, metaphorically speaking... Thank you. Scott crucifies me. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and and that's that's your passion, right? Yes. So mine's mine's sports and talking to people and yours is crucifying people with the Bible. <laughs> Sit, sitting around on my butt. No, 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 no. Do not do not go into self-deprecating uh when is it self-deprecating? It's not even self-deprecating humor because it's not humorous. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate that. I mean, was that? Does that sum it up? I think so. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're very good. You're very good in biblical conversation. 
I don't. Well. It's impressive. Uh, okay, relatively speaking, with your company here, <laughs> he's deliberate. He's he's deliberate and intentional with the information that he wants to understand from people, which is a plus. Because he's it's he wants to be very clear. If over, you say neat and clean, I'm going to punch you. He wants he wants it to be neat. And he wants it to be... He just likes it tidy. Okay, good. You didn't say clean. But there's truth to it. Uh, I mean... Yeah. There's there's truth to it. I mean, when someone says something, you ask questions, Scott. I now have a much better understanding of all of our arguments. Uh, I'm sorry, discussions. Heated discussions. Frustrating, painful, <laughs> stick me in the back discussions. Disgusting, <laughs> makes you sick discussions. <laughs> and, and so, over this time, uh, the past few days, I asked, maybe it was yesterday, I asked you. Uh, so, when we're in these discussions um, during our days, whatever, on Voxer, I, I say, when something comes up, do you go and reference your computer notes sometimes? And you, you're like, yeah, sometimes. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, that's not fair. <laughs> You're smarter than me. Well, no, I, ri- I write the stuff down. You've done the work, and that's I haven't. The goal is to have a reference for, for a lot of these topics. Corinthians 16.13? That verse doesn't exist in the Bible. Uh, Corinthians 6.13? <laughs> what do you... I think that's where you live. Yes, look it up. Look it up. Do you mean first or second? Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, two Corinthians. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's first Corinthians 613. Let me see. Oh, I hope I'm right. This will be a first. First Corinthians 6. Come on. Come on, baby. Jeff, are you calling me fat? Oh, oh, is that what it says? Nope, then that's not right. Food is for the nope, stomach, that's and not the stomach it. is for food. <laughs> Are you serious? But God will do away Are with both serious? of them. That's what it says? Okay, yeah. That's not it. That's that, not it. Thanks no, no, a lot. Try just, six. Okay, Jeff, you distinctly said, that's where you live, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just chipped my tooth on the microphone. <laughs> All right, 1613. Be on the alert, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. There it is. Boom. Okay. There it is. That's you, Scott Holbert. And where I need to be is balanced with verse 14. Which is? Let all that you do be done in love. All right. Oh, profound. What do you think about that, John? Say something, John. Say something. I just threw it to you. Say something. You threw it to me. I'm catching it. What was that? What verse was it? First, good grief. First Corinthians Matt, Matt, 6, 13, food? and 14? Jeff will put it in your mouth. Yes. <laughs> please, 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 both please hands on the steering wheel. Please stay off the uh, warning symbol on the right-hand side. <laughs> For some reason, we just went off the road. <laughs> Look over. Matt's got baby wipes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, John, it was 1 Corinthians 16.13. Oh, 16.13. Okay, so it was right. Okay. No, I think that's profound. 
and we need to remember to love. Yes. And it's beautiful that, that it's everybody should be aware of, of where they have blind spots, either theologically or relationally or, or in whatever they believe. Everybody's got blind spots. So um, the fact that you are aware of that, Scott, kudos. Hat tip. Well, when I saw Scott studying, I liked his response. My question was, well, why are you doing that? And his why would you be reading the Bible? Why would you be doing that right now? And he just said, you know, I just was interested in the word hope. And that's a big word in the Bible. And that's... So he's focusing on that word. Yeah. I think he's passionate, too. I don't think we included that word. But for someone to just... I did, but I did. That's okay. Remember what the word hope means and then think, hey, I just want to know more about that and actually sit down and study the word hope in the Bible. And its various uses. And its various uses. Yeah, it's impressive. It's profoundness. Yeah, we had had a lot of good conversations this weekend. Opened up a little bit. Uh, I opened up. I think Jeff opened up. John, I don't know what John did. You can't say you opened up without saying what you opened up about. Oh, yeah, we can. Uh, I'll be off to federal prison, so let's not talk yeah. about that. <laughs> uh, next conversation. Just kidding. Hey, uh, if... Yeah, the statute of limitations. Is- <laughs> Let me, uh, this, is a, this is like a motorhome. Let me get a beer. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else want a beer? How are we going to... You have to lift Where's up the, the mixer. Do I have to lift this up? Hey, don't worry, guys. I'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matt. How about I'll say that into the mic? Hold yeah. on, guys. Don't worry. I got it. I got it covered. <laughs> Drinks all the way around. Where's the... Um, should we open the new thing and use glasses? Yeah. All right. Okay. Where is it, Matt? We, of course, were at Mammoth Brewing Company multiple times. And um, it's a great place. Ended up with some... Uh, tasting glasses and a vacuum sealed growler it's amazing John is trying to keep it to warm up the liquid between his legs but it's impossible (laughs) because it's vacuum sealed that bad boy will stay cold you can keep that right snug in between your legs and that's going to stay cold for hours wait I, I, I did open up Jeff what did I open up about do you remember if I opened up about something Maybe I was talking to Greg. Where is okay. Greg? Would somebody get this on video? John is spilling beer in the back seat. I'm not drinking. Jeff, if you're not drinking, I guess I'll take your glass. <laughs> you will take my glass, but Scott's opening up back there, so he needs a beer. So uh, what's your favorite mammoth beer while we're quickly doing beer? What's your favorite mammoth beer? Jeff. I'm going, uh, for me, I think it's hands down. Um, I figured this out a couple years ago, and that is Epic. Yeah, Epic Solid 395. Their double IPA is probably my favorite. Um, and they got it balanced in. It seems like a couple years ago, it, uh, it was heavy on the sage. Who, the Popo? But they've really balanced in, backed off the sage a little bit. Let's it mingle and dance with the hops and the malt. Wow. A good uh, visual there. I like dancing. <laughs> with the hops? 
Yeah, and mingling. Yes. I, too, like that, but that just puts me down. When I say puts me down, I mean, like, puts me down like a dog. Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> and when, when he says puts me down like a dog, he means put him under the shoe of a rich white man. <laughs> and when he says put him under the shoe of a rich white man, he means... <laughs> I'm waiting somebody else's turn to improvise, improvise here. <laughs> we're not sure where you're going with that. I wasn't either. Uh-huh. What city are we in? We're not sure we want to go there Ooh, with you. Lone Pine. <laughs> you don't. Lone Pine it is. Hey, there's Lloyd's. Uh, my dad wanted to move our family to Lone Pine. When really? I was in my early teens. That wow. would have been... I mean, it's a nice city. We're going we're gonna to open the True Value Hardware? Yeah, man, I don't know what he would have done for work. Uh, All right, so Scott. And they have a film. film circle movie. back. Scott, what were you and Jeff talking about? Yeah, what were we talking when? about? No, you asked. We were, <laughs> you were in the room on the balcony or something, and you, Scott really uh, opened up. And um, Scott's a tough nut to crack. I'm trying to put my seatbelt on. That would be a good thing to have on. Are you saying that I'm a nutcracker, Zach? Yeah. I mean, if he's a hard nut to crack. But it was early. It was 6.30. The coffee was brewing. You split him wide open like a old piece of firewood. I like to splay the heart. I don't... What would you find steel. inside, Jeff? I, I don't remember what we were talking about. All right. That's good po- podcasting. Uh, I, I think I opened up more to, G- to Greg about... My life before Christ and then after and understanding grace and stuff like that. Coming uh, coming out of maybe a more legalistic mindset. How did you get your legalistic mindset, would you say? Like a quick background on, uh, on your deal. I was involved in a cult for like a month, two months. It's the International Church of Christ. Some some people might not think they're a cult, but they they fit a lot of the characteristics where they're they're even more exclusive. So even within the body of Christ, they're they're uh they say well, you're not. I mean, you're not really a part of the body of Christ unless you're a part of the International Church of Christ. Um, well, I don't know if they they go that far, but they teach that you have to be baptized to be saved. They are very. Um, I don't know. I don't know if controlling is the right word, but they. Um, they take scriptures like confess your sins to one another and he is faithful to forgive you your sins. So they take stuff like that and uh, don't forsake the gathering together. And so you're constantly, you're constantly meeting with, with each other and confessing sin. And uh, if you're going over the speed limit, you're probably in sin. And... All this, you know, all this stuff. So, Matt, yeah, you're definitely in sin right now. <laughs> uh, 
so that I mean that was part of it where it's hard to get those types of scriptures out of my head uh, because I mean they're uh, you know being imitators of of Christ is uh, has some element of those things I don't think it's to the extreme that they took it but there is there is there there are elements of it that that are true yeah it, it keeps coming up it's it's not the what because you listed those things off and and not I didn't really have a problem many problems it's probably just in the how they do it yeah if you don't do it if if you don't do it you're um, yeah you're like in danger of of uh, rebuke or some sort of uh, corrective action do they do they take it as far as saying that you're you lose your salvation I don't or think do I, I I didn't hear that but I was only in it I only was only in it for like a month or two months sure that's been a big discussion in the evangelical world over centuries baptism no or losing your salvation by not oh yeah yeah there's not, some not confessing your sins enough not meeting right that's using those two verses that you talked about right. yeah it, but it, but it's the the why you would confess your sins you, you don't you don't confess your sins so that uh, so that the blood of Jesus can cover them because um, they're they're yeah. covered correct uh, it's it, there, there's uh, it's a different aspect of after salvation that it's talking about living in Christ that uh, that you're that that's the reason why you're confessing your sins I've seen I've been to a number of churches that have said if you're not baptized in our church then your baptism didn't count yeah that's basically what they awesome. said that's, that's basically what they said um, if you weren't baptized with the knowledge that that baptism is now what it where or when you're being saved, then then it didn't really matter. So that 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 was their position because I had been baptized before, and they were encouraged you need to be baptized again. Yeah, yeah. I think I remembered a little of our conversation when you just mentioned your life in Christ, and that's when I had I think it was well it might have been this morning or yesterday my my memory is not good right now but the idea and you're old yeah <laughs> the uh, did somebody take my leisure world card um, no the questions that you ask and and the combination of your question and uh, listener Dave's feedback um, from several weeks ago um, and the idea of my so I'm an overseer at our church and you asked me when that topic came up are you sure do you know what you're getting into do you have any idea of the responsibilities you know where are you um, in your walk do you have have you thought about the implications the impact the responsibilities you know, you know of becoming an overseer right and and the idea of like a life in Christ and 
and being an overseer um, and and now the combination of being an overseer being a, and being in like a band of brothers and doing the podcast and kind of screwing around and being sophomoric um, in our comments <laughs> at times um, it and and getting that that feedback from uh, listener Dave is his first name listener or is his first name <laughs> I didn't know how to uh, title Dave <laughs> you know Dave I mean we've got 400 Daves that are in our band of brothers so <laughs> yeah. But the idea of your question um, came back full circle when we talked, when you said, you know, there's this, the life that you live, and then there's a life in Christ. We're not living to serve our needs. We're, we're living to, to serve Christ, correct? Correct. <laughs> I was nodding. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> no one it can doesn't hear work that. in the courtroom, Scott. <laughs> So I, I, I've been in a struggle of late and in terms of my tongue and taming my tongue um, because much of my life has been trying to find acceptance and, and do it through stupid self-deprecating humor or just to... You know, if I just throw out a cuss word every once in a while and I get a laugh, you know, that makes I, me feel good. I like... Listening to you make fun of yourself, though. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm worried you're going to stop. It's going to be boring. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you would be so boring. Just, wait, guys, pull off. I'm going to get out of the car. <laughs> I'm kicked out of the podcast. I hear you. It's like uh, Fun Bobby from Friends, right? No, no. No, Is it? no you cannot mention Friends on this podcast. Why no. not? All right, explain. No, Fun Bobby. He's fun because he's always drunk. And then he stops drinking, and he's not fun anymore. He's fun. Bobby disappeared, right, John? Come on. How many times have you seen that right. episode? Seven, eight, twelve? So think about that as you're working on uh, making yourself more boring for Christ. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's, that's the conversation that we, we had. We did, and I, and I felt that we did not, I've, that I did not really express how much I agreed with Dave Dave's comments and feedback uh, I thought I think that yeah we we should or let's let me just let me just um, personalize it I should watch my tongue more and not have as much um, coarse jesting and foolish talk come from my lips um, but but trying to balance that with the the legalism or legalist aspect of it is difficult so trying to be imitators of Christ and but not being legalistic about it is is probably a fine line it definitely is i mean to some people i could we could uh one episode we could be, could be talking about sexual struggles or sin like that and that that's going to be way inappropriate for some people to even be talking about it um, even in a serious light handling it seriously without jest is going to be inappropriate to some so there's definitely 
there's there's probably a line somewhere, but it it probably moves depending on who you're talking to and who hears it. Yeah, but that's a lot different than than just foolish talk and stupid jokes and cussing for no reason or uh, a laugh isn't good enough reason. Staying no (laughs) no (laughs) or just saying saying a sex joke is different than talking about sexual issues. Yeah, I think, though, that you guys are going to have a lot of problems if you decide to be really boring. Because Then so be it. See, well, but I, I, don't, I, I don't know that I agree. So let's keep on, let's keep on sinning. Wait, what, no, no. what ratings? What do you, no, what do you think? no, no, no. What is, what's the purpose of not sinning, though? <laughs> what do you mean? I, well, I mean... Is that a real just, question? No. Well, I don't want to go that far. Wait a second. Let me see if I can <laughs> <Yeah>. reword that. <laughs> but I, I, mean, I, I mean, I'll go back to the verse you read in verse 14 where it says we need to be all about love. No, and well... Uh, more or less. Jesus wants us to love one another. What let's you just do, What you do, well, do it out of love. Let, let's, okay, hey, so what you do, John, do it out it of out. love. Great. No, but I'm just, I'm trying to say, course, the, the other quoting that you were doing about, what is it, course jesting? I, I mean, I'm all about being careful with your tongue and not just saying the F word 50 times because it's fun. Um, but at the same time, if you're not doing it at someone or about someone and necessarily tearing people down... It's a it's a good argument to say that it's legalistic. I mean, I grew up in a house where you couldn't say the word crap. Well, or but for that matter. Stop it, John. Yeah. And we have to bleep those out. The word but I just think is like so over the top. Yeah. So I think applying um, misuse of scripture and legalism to the Bible is wrong. So there has, and what I mean by that is just because people have misused it doesn't mean that we can't go towards that, we can't go in that direction. Right. Finding the balance between being imitators of Christ, following Paul as he followed Christ, guarding our lips, guarding what we say, balancing that with not being legalistic. Is is what I'm saying. It sounds like you just listed a bunch of legalistic things. Well, well, I guess, yeah, so quoting scripture is legalism then. Well, I think, here's an example. I think saying jokes about your mom, for example, if we all talked about Zach's mom, that would be really rude because we all know Zach's mom. And that wouldn't be appropriate. Yeah, but if, but who, I mean, it's up to them if, if they're offended by it. Yeah. That's true, but we would all generally agree. That's that's the thing but is this is kind of a subjective moving line. Right. Well, no, well, no, I was. I mean, I was saying so I was general, saying that in jest. Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so where I get where I get <laughs> where I get stuck in this this uh, this watch your tongue was having um, banter back and forth and and cussing here and there and. Uh, you just fly off the handle out of fun and and I like well it's not from my heart it's not a bad thing from my heart I'm not I'm not saying something personal to someone I'm just I'm just talking I'm using uh, words that are profanity 
Um, and so a lot of my life was about manipulating and, um, what's the word? Uh, I would just give reasons. I still don't have the, the word, but give reasons for why I could do something, say something. Just Justify. Thank you. Bad memory. Justify why I did or said something. And it was from a really, um, bad place. And so now I struggle with the, uh, this watching your tongue in that uh, the conversation we had, Scott, I reflected a lot on, okay, I watch movies recently. We've watched a couple of movies uh, with our kids, um, Tanya and I, and we have, there's been moments in these movies where they, they cussed, um, but they said it in a very um, vindictive way. And, and so a little bit later, I'd say, what did you guys think about, you know, what they said? And they were like, oh, that's mean. And so it's a good, it's, it's a good talking point. The only problem is if they listen to my podcast, Daddy's Podcast, hey, it's Daddy, and Daddy's cussing, now I'm a hypocrite, and I, I don't have a leg to stand on when it comes to... So it's kind of like the soldier who will die on the battlefield. Like, I'm not dying on the battlefield. My kids will look at me and they'll be like, why would I listen to you? And that's the last place I want to be. And on top of it, I'm an overseer. And so I have like this trifecta of, you know, father, friend. We forgot about Dave. So that's a quad. quad overseer, our listeners. And, and that is a very... Uh, well, it got painted very clear from you, Scott. You're like, you living in Christ. Where does that leave you? And so I'm a little bit up in the air, and and I'm a little leaning towards. I don't feel so good about what I've said on the in our some of our well, yeah, some of our podcasts in my language. Do you think Christ? So Christ never never made poop jokes. Would that be crude? Is that crude? I have no idea. Dad. Scott, do you have any references on... So, I, the I, words don't... I would say the words don't matter. The intent, the intent is what matters. And, and I, I kind of disagree, or maybe I'm not. We'll see after the words exit my mouth. Um, with Jeff, because I've had conversations with my oldest daughter, Aubrey. She's eight, and talked about the word shit and how it gets used and how there's a way to use it. Probably a lot of people are going to be offended by a kid using it. She doesn't use it, by the way. I just asked her what she knew and she, she knew about the word and I'm like, it, it means the same thing as poop and it can be used in a multitude of different ways and we don't use that word around the house. And so if she, she hears this someday and hears me call something bullshit, um, or even joking around with you guys and that word happens, it's going to be very apparent that it's a joke. And I, I believe you can, when we tear each other down jocularly, does that even make sense? When we tear each other down, it's a means of building each other up. It's part of, part of how we love each other. And so I have zero problems with um, if a joke is a little bit crude at somebody's expense, but everybody's in on it, everybody's having fun. 
I'd be worried if I didn't get joked on. You're you right. Know what I mean? Right. No. By you guys. So, um, and actually, it's been a few days. I'm, you guys, I. We haven't ripped on you enough? Yeah. Can you, See, can right I, here, I just want to start cussing and blabbering know, I'm about you. back, yeah. See, and that's the problem. The idea is honesty. And so, if honesty results in you could look back and say, yeah, I probably could have said that better. You're a human being. And this, I think people are so wrapped up with be, trying to be perfect. Um, let go and be free. And, and you can learn from your mistakes. And maybe you'll get a little bit better. But honesty is, is the best thing. Is it? <laughs> so yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know that honesty is the best thing. I don't know that being real or being yourself is the best thing. Because you need to, at some points, control yourself. And that is not being the real you. And if you want to say something that is along those lines, coarse jesting or offensive or something like that, I, I think the scripture would say you need to work at guarding your tongue well, this not was like, letting things slip past your lips I think you're probably you're, you're assuming a lot in that scripture um, I see I don't I hear that I hear course jesting and I I don't associate how we joke with each other when we're having a good time and, and messing with each other as course jesting because it, it's not it's not malicious it's not tearing down well I think I think reading malicious into it might be might that might be reading into it is reading the word malicious into it. Does okay. it have to be malicious to be coarse jesting? I, I, don't, I don't know that that's true. So I'm just saying I don't have a problem with coarse jesting. We had, so the, the, if it's building up, the idea that you brought up, Scott, was, and what Zach just said was that's you being you, but then you clarified it and said, no, it's supposed to be you in Christ. Right. And it's, it's not discovering who you are. Right. It's discovering who you are in Christ. So it's not bringing out the real you. It's killing the real you and being, becoming alive in Christ. That's already happened. And so... Ha- well, has it? You, has, the, has, has the you before Christ died? I, I think that, that's a question we all need to ask ourselves. Have, have we really... Paul... I, I die daily. He's dying to the flesh daily. Right. He's got to fight against it. No, I, I agree with both of you. That's bullshit. Agree with both of you. That is bull. That is that is that is bull feces. That's bull feces. No, I I totally get it. I completely agree with Zach. I'm totally lost uh, in in a quandary uh, with Scott's and with our conversation. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where that leaves me. Jeff, if you're, if you're, your, if your heart is. Wait, leaning, is this, is, wait a second. Is this uh, fix me in five minutes section of the podcast? This is bringing it to a head. All right. I th- well, in my, in my view, to least, summarize, there's a joke there somewhere. No, because no. that's a, it's a, Bringing I'm, it to I'm the not, tip? if, if, if you're to its point, see, that's the thing. a good thing. segue, right? When we're done with this. Yeah. Uh, I did not mean that as a pun. Okay. No, we know you didn't. I know, yeah. but we heard it that way. Dirty minds. I see where you're going with that. Are we there? 
Okay, so Are we there yet? I think if your heart is we're currently going 800 miles <laughs> per hour. Right <laughs> Let me roll down the window. Yeah. That's fun for no. That's fun for no one. No one. <laughs> no one. So, so Jeff, I think I think if you're if you're feeling that, I think that's that that could be the conviction of the Holy Spirit, saying, "Hey, I you know this, yeah you." You, you do need it to watch what you're saying. I, I think so. Yeah. But wait. Okay. I, but I wait. Mean, There's more. We brought up children, and we brought up, and I don't know what the history of the rest of you is, but I grew up in a um, very conservative Christian school. Powerful John Chapman. Well, I just think I was never allowed to, to be myself. Everything was hidden from me. You know, the word... If somebody said the word shit, it would be like the end of the world. You get expelled from school. Um, nobody talked about sex. Nobody talked about anything because you had to be perfect. And I think... So you bury stuff deep You bury down tons of stuff. An enormous amount of things. Questions about sex or questions about God or questions about things. And... I think the legalistic world created those environments. Um, and but this is, and I agree with you, but this, I don't know that this has a bearing on the conversation of coarse jesting well, and does. being yourself. Because, and I, and I think I said it before, that talking about sex or sexual issues right. is not you the did. same as making coarse jokes about How, about sex. You're right. It's Correct. not technically the same. However, in an environment where all you hear is don't say these words right. ever, it's going to extend to the rest of your life. You're going to be walking on eggshells. Well, but you, there's... Oh, no, okay. So I, I want to hear... Go ahead, John. Okay, so I want to hear more of what well, John Well, my experience in that is that the majority of people just wanted to rebel against it. So now they're going out and doing everything they weren't supposed to be doing, but not telling anybody about it and having the, you know, and having, so I had friends that grew up with me at Christian schools that are, you know, pregnant by the times they're 15 because, or have gotten women pregnant because it was so hidden and so not allowed to be talked about that all of a sudden these really good, quote, good Christian People are getting into drugs and alcohol and living a life because they are just sick and tired of it, not being honest and real. So I I see a little bit of freedom in when I've listened to your podcasts that I appreciate and I like, and I don't think you're being controlled by a, a world that... I, I mean, I think there's a lot of people that turn adults turn away from God because they think, oh, you have to be perfect. You have to be legalistic. You can't say the word shit because if you do, I even feel weird when I say that word still. I think I have baggage with that. But anyway, do you want me would, would we bleeping it? Make you yeah, feel thanks. better. Uh huh. Bleep. But anyway, I, I'm not trying to argue that you should just be free as possible here and just say the F word and all those fun things a million times, but I, I do think it's there's a balance that you definitely need to be aware of and keep in mind like you guys are doing. So it's a good conversation to have for sure. Absolutely. Did, were you listening? So, no, I was just thinking about what I was going to say next, John. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. 
this leads me to a question that I was asked this morning, which is a little bit in line with our conversation here. Um, who we were with? Sorry, was you, I supposed to? Am I supposed to say? Well, that's, say Joe. That's your discretion. If, All right. If it's not a problem. No, nah, I'm. Well, I think. Anyway, um, Joe asked me, um, "What are you doing to grow in your faith?" And you know, when I think of this. Just this conversation, I'm wondering, am I trying to grow or am I just trying to manipulate or just kind of uh, justify things in my head so I'm not changing and, and therefore I'm not growing? I mean, it's one, it's one area, but uh, I guess that I would have the question for you guys. And it, maybe it's simple, maybe it's a little longer answer, but what are you guys doing to grow in your faith? Well, this is part of it. I agree. Good conversations like this. Um, yeah, totally. Totally, yeah. Um, well, I've taught Sunday school for about most of my life, so the answer is read your Bible and pray. Did you know that? Um, yeah, I was told that growing up in the Catholic Church. And go, and go to church. Read your Bible, pray, and go to church. And then you will grow in your faith. You are uh, you deserve a star. I'm going to give you a sticker. So growing in faith is an interesting question uh, for me. It's just, it's just been changing. I don't know if I want to open up that can of worms right now. Um, but the, the going back to the love thing and language, I'll let these guys grow in their faith in just a minute. Um, if, if me saying, say a joke that none of us are offended by is part of me loving Scott Holbert and he knows that and everybody's in on that, I think that's a beautiful thing. Even if some people, uh, people can see that love. They, they might not care for exact wordings that are used, um, which is, it's interesting. I could say the same exact th- thing, shift the quote bad words to acceptable substitutes and everybody's happy i mean what what matters is the the intent not the it's more about the intent than the words um but that's not i know that's not uh, doesn't really apply to your question but it was something i was thinking about when i wasn't listening to all your answers yeah you're really deflecting i know (laughs) because it's a long it's a long uh deal yeah but you can't a lot of a lot of times, probably often, you can't get intent, especially if if you're not in the group. You can't get the intent from the words that are being said. You don't because you may not know the person. You so you don't you don't. That so that may be true. That so hearing the, the laughter is what matters. Hearing the laughter, the the banter, the obvious closeness that we all have. Uh, that's that's all part of the equation in my head. And if if some people can't get that, I mean. It's a conversation that's never going to please everybody. So, but, but I'm not. I don't think it's. I, I'm not talking about pleasing everybody. I mean, I'm talking about just principally, uh, I mean, course jesting, jesting in general. Would you agree that, or, yeah, would you agree that there's such a thing? Yes. Is that right? Well, I, I don't know. Apparently, it depends that, on is what. That the right answer. It depends on what's <laughs> in your head. Wait, let me look that up. No, that is not an acceptable answer. 
I need clarification on what you mean by n- What do you yes. mean by clarification? <laughs> I don't like the question because I, I sense the setup. Are you talking to me? No. Oh. Zach, when the Bible says, <laughs> watch your mouth. <laughs> or else. Yeah, I just go to Ezekiel 23 and talk about huge emissions from donkeys and... I think it's in Song of Song Solomon. Song no, of that's there's mounds in Solomon and climbing trees, climbing of trees of coconuts. Yeah, but if you joke about those things, I think that's a different than saying them. That's Th- true, and it's all good. See, yeah, but why it, is it? What defines it, it as coarse? Yeah, it's I know. <laughs> what defines the joke as coarse as opposed to just <laughs> jesting? I think we need to err on the side of caution. More than on the side of you're probably right. Some sort of quasi freedom in Christ type of deal that would allow us or to maybe say just pretty much whatever we in want. Christ. Yeah, but I mean, put this podcast up against something that is not a group of guys driven by a life of Jesus, and you're going to get a whole bunch of different stuff that sounds nothing like this. About having to once have sex with that girl walking by, talking about her, and blah, blah, blah. You, I mean... So we're just not as bad as them. No, you're not bad at all. Are you talking about having sex with women? I Well, I'm going home to a smoke show tonight. Yeah, well... <laughs> Secrets! Is that a course, is that a course no, just, I, is that a course I, just I think Scott? That, I think that is okay. Is, oh, really? Is that a yeah. spoiler alert? I guarantee you, me, me saying I'm going to go home right, and I'm gonna sweet wh- love to my wife, is gonna, that's going to make people uncomfortable, and they would rather me not say that at all, all right. but you're okay with that. I'm okay with it. Okay. Zach, and, keep your secrets to yourself. Why? Because I'm not most people, first of all. All right? Yeah. You Second are not. All, you're a flower. Unique and special. But at the same time, do you want... Do I want my son to ask me about that if he just listened to this podcast? Or, Christian, do you want yeah. your son to ask you about hey, that? Hey, Daddy, what's a smoke show? And it, the, the it, truth is, yes. Because I grew up in an environment where that was not allowed to be talked about, and I want my kids to know about it. Yeah. All right. The next time I hear course jesting... All right. I want my Matt kids Sather. to know that uh, their parents had sex more than three times. <laughs> and they liked it? <laughs> and, and we liked it. Right. Right, yeah, but that that goes back to my point, though. It's not a. It's not about not saying the word sex. It's about joking about it in certain ways that right. I think. Yeah, could we got be, that right. I, I understand, and I, I agree with you. Do you? In principle, I do. Um, and Jeff, thinking back, circling back to when you were conflicted about he, your kids maybe hearing this and you being a hypocrite, um, I, I believe it's an opportunity. If they call you out on something, say they do hear something, hopefully you've fostered an environment where they come to you with that. And if it was, in fact, wrong, you get an awesome chance to just demonstrate the gospel to them. And I think too many parents shove their mistakes under the rug. And, uh, and parents don't make mistakes. They don't have those conversations with those kid, their kids. And they miss opportunities to model what the gospel could look like which is, it's, it's been taken care of. Yeah, I made a mistake, and I, I'm sorry if you could apologize to your, your kid for whatever it might be, as opposed to, to thinking, like, all is lost because you made a mistake. No, you're a human being. You can, you can own it, and you can uh, teach your kids through it. 
No, I agree, especially with the owning it part and and then having a conversation with your children. I mean, that's a part of growing and parenting and mentoring your children um, in the good and, and the bad things that arise as life goes on. And that really makes them great people who have the capacity to uh, be open and honest as they travel through life. So I, I totally agree. I mean, this is... I'm, I might be leaning the other way, Scott. I might be leaning the other way. I'm shifting quickly. No, I think you said that my faith don't is poor if I'm shifting quickly. You know what's funny is, is that w- what we're doing now is Scott and I probably agree mostly. We're just wording it differently. Um, or, or we agree on the big strokes. There's a joke there. And then we, but on the small strokes, we disagree. Uh, also a joke there. Insert it yourself, people. Um, <laughs> but... Seriously, uh, I just drove myself off the verbal ledge. You were talking about strokes. <laughs> um, you were talking about folks. Matt was talking about folks and strokes. No, Matt was just talking about three times. Three times. I'll just more say than three times. I Good. Pre- more I than three I appreciate Scott. Scott's like my anchor. <coughs> I'm like I'm exploring a lot of things, and Scott's always there to to. Uh, in this conversation and other conversations to uh, help me to... Uh, well, I don't agree with him on certain things, but it's, it's good to know why I think what I do and to explore that with people like Scott. So, boom, another compliment for you, Scott. You're welcome. Thank you. John, we're in close quarters here. I'd appreciate it if you would not touch me. Okay, here's what I was going to say. Uh, the touching part reminded me people in church you hear people talk i know so many guys in church that when you're hanging out and having a good time there's nothing bad but there's a freedom and there's fun and a life to the conversation and then you meet them at church and they're in church mode and that's what i'm trying to i want to destroy that it should be the same whoever you are like why would it change You, you turn on the good stuff it's really fun. At church. It's really fun because you can see it in the body language. Yeah, just people. You see people standing around in church, church. What is it? Stiffness. Uh, we'll leave that one alone too. I know of some churches that have, um, like, a bar after, like how we have our cafe at at Mountain View Church. Yeah, it's an actual bar where they serve up alcohol and hang out, and it's on church property. Sounds like an interesting idea. It also sounds... I love that idea. Could be bad, but anyway. I have talked about, you know, everybody assumes I'm joking, but we've got this cafe, perfect spot for a couple of taps to be there. Um, (laughs) So everybody laughs like, oh, yeah, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? But Yeah, you're the beer guy. You like to talk about that. And after service, everyone... uh, if you'd like to make your way to the cafe, Zach Crater will be serving pizza and a couple of IPAs. Yeah. By the way, please give us your Bibles back, and we hope to see you next week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. So do you care? So, Zach, let's just say that that was... Put a bow on this, Scott and Jeff. Uh, uh, oh, gosh. Or what were you going to do? Were you going to say something else? Go ahead. No, I was just... 
I was, I'm curious as to the implications of of actually doing that and and offering up uh, wine or beer after the service along with lunch or something along those lines. Do you think that there would be people that not only would be turned off by that, but would never come back? Yeah. And yes. And um, so do you have anything more than just a yes, Matt? You want to expand on that at all? No. And I would ask the question is, why would they not come back? So they would not come back and you would you would start to get other people that would start to come to church. Uh, Maybe some potential undesirables, quote unquote. Um, And here I am. Yeah, you're here. I'm here. You're on this show. I would not be here. I can't believe it. Don't get comfortable, though. You better stay on guard. Um, Look, wait a second. I'm well, sincerely wait. on guard. Oh Zach Crater shocked me with a... What was that? Uh, a, sort taser. Of a taser. A taser. Okay, it wasn't a sort of... Low-power taser. I, I, I've, got, I've got not only external uh, visual wounds, but I'm pretty sure that my heart stopped last night for at least six seconds. Yeah, it All was right. awesome. It was fun. There, we'll put the video we'll on We'll look Twitter for video eventually. No, I think that you have two large groups of people that would not appreciate that. You've got one group that would just be, sorry, Scott, really legalistic and think that the church is no place for that. Um, but I think you'd have the other group that really struggle with it. Yeah. Maybe the spouse that's trying to get her husband to come to church, and now he'll come because he's drinking. Which the whole reason she really wants him to there is so that he won't be drinking to or fix him. We have our twelve. There's a twelve step program right, right after church tonight. By the way, there's beer being served right over there with the pizza. Well, you know, if you need the twelve step <laughs> program, go through yeah. that door, and that door over the no, yeah. And so, I can totally see how that could be challenging on on a number of different levels. But right? maybe starting, obviously, it wouldn't happen at this church. I, um, this church for a lot of different reasons Mountain View Church uh, MVCLife.com has they do not serve alcohol at church events uh, and I get it I understand it I disagree with it but um, not like not that much but there's something to be said for creating a church that each church has kind of an identity you go to one church and it's going to be all old people they're all going to be the same and you go to another That's church, Jeff goes. there's a mixture. Um, so each church is going to take on an identity. If, if it's part of what the church does is a fellowship that includes uh, wine and beer, uh, and it's you're not abusing it, there there is zero problems from this podcaster. Well, and they did. We, we, when uh, there was poker a few years ago, or actually it was two or three, Two years ago or three years ago. Well, there's another conversation. We had alcohol, right? The church sponsors a poker event. Anyway, keep going. Uh, and we, and there was beer there, but it, there wasn't cash prizes though. Okay, no cash. There prizes. But no, then the following prizes. year, the following year, which I think was last year or two years ago, then there wasn't beer. Yeah, no. it's because it was growing. I, I think small, the smaller church at that time, it it, it wasn't an issue and. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on your perspective, but I, I take more of a negative 
look at as churches grow, they can't help but act like corporations and protect themselves and look out for liabilities. And that's all understandable uh, and to a certain degree right. It just makes it less of a less of a human thing and more of a, a, a corporate thing. You know what I'm saying? Anybody? Well, if they're trying to protect themselves. Yeah, but there's, yeah, I, there's actually been clarification recently. Um, I don't, I don't want to speak too much to this, but there's been clarification based off the past. And yeah, the church is not going to, the church is not going to serve alcohol at events. They're not going to go out and purchase oh, thank God. alcohol. But you, so you can bring it yourself. That's your choice. Yeah. As long as portable kegerator yeah. in I mean, the cafe. I mean, oh, as long as the yeah. host agrees. There's not, gonna, <laughs> there's not going. There's not going to be alcohol on the church premises. Um, but if, I mean, that's all. That's all I'll say. Yeah, but it's something. That, it's an interesting topic. What, what church can be, and why? Why maybe we'll tackle this soon. We'll get. We should get Todd on. And we'll talk about problems with the church, what church could be, uh, outside-the-box ideas. Hey, Pearsonville. I mean, it could be. It is Pearsonville. Just want to point out we're in Pearsonville. There is a lady there, a full-size lady waving at us. <laughs> Who's a what? statue? Are you uh, going to turn around and visit the lady? And I'm laughing. Oh my oh, goodness! Man. We need a photo with the lady. Scott, that is worse than anything I could say about a boner. <laughs> she, it, it's like a big statue that's like 25 feet tall. Uh, it's not a real lady. It's not a well. There's. Uh, a, I thought it was a real funny. lady. It's not funny. Oh, sorry. Oh, so if it was a real lady, you'd be. It laughing. would be funny, and it'd be coarse joking. Oh. All right. And we're literally on my road. We are Pearson Road. All right, let's wrap this up. Has it been an hour? Yeah, we might wow. do another one. But uh, we appreciate listening and feedback, and uh, we got a website, which is brosbiblesbeer.com, facebook.com slash brosbiblesbeer, Twitter at brosbiblesbeer. Wow. Beautiful. So send comments, Facebooks, all that stuff. We love you guys. Thanks, John. Thanks for being here. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, thank you. I that might be the one and only time that we do a podcast going down the 395 in the middle of California. All 395. Right. Boom. No, it's not going to be the